Hello, everybody. How you doing? This is Scott with Mike Tells It Like It Is. And I have Mike with me, of course. And we have some news for you. Did you all know that there's a, not a huge, but there's a lower class coronal mass ejection heading our way, and it could cause some disturbances? Um, just to let you know, in case your radio goes fuzzy, your TV whacks a little bit, or I don't know what all might happen, but... It could be a slight geomagnetic storm in the on the horizon tomorrow. Is it about that, Mike? I didn't hear about that. Not at all. Yeah, some space spaceweather.com. They were talking about it. Evidently, there was one that kind of sideswiped us um, and went out in the Atlantic Ocean in Europe and knocked out communications over there. But um, this one, I don't know if it's where it's going to hit, but you know, it can cause like a could be like an EMP. It can knock out power and everything. Mm-hmm. So it could definitely cause a disruption. Yeah. It's but Mike, true. did you know that um, we can celebrate now because it's officially hurricane season? Yay! Wednesday. <laughs> right. Alex has already landed. That hit Mexico recently, and then the, the next three are going to be Bonnie, Colin, and Danielle. Hmm. That's all I got on hurricanes. No, there's Earl, Fiona, Gaston, Ermine. I mean, they give me the names of what they're going to be, but I don't know how many that we're going to have. It just says they give you a list of the names, and if we get past Walter, <laughs> and they go into the. Uh, <laughs> As I understand it, uh, there's supposed to be 16 hurricanes this year. That was um, said by Nova. Noah, really? Noah, not Noah. Sorry, Noah. Yeah. Uh, that was said by Noah this year. Oh. Uh, okay, but you know how Noah always screws things up, anyhow. So, the whole thing in a nutshell: um, sixteen and major ones are going to be about six of them. Oh. And you know, I always say. What do you think you should do in ready preparedness, you know, for a hurricane? Yeah. Well, I think people should get um, an emergency amount of food together that's non-spoilables, like rice and beans and what have you, you know? For sure. You know, and of course, an extra month worth of medicine, that's if you're taking it. Also, it's not yeah. a, it's not a bad idea if you get uh, emergency power sources such as flashlights and don't get, forget to buy extra batteries. But also, you can buy from the internet a, a generator that is solar powered. Okay. Yeah. It only operates one or two items, but it's good enough. Uh, you know, you don't want to have uh, safety and personal items as well. Important documents, including medicines and documents, wills, passports, and um, personal identification to take with you also, because you never know what can happen. Yeah, for sure. And you may want to buy an extra fire extinguisher. You know? Ah. Uh. 
Also, you might want to have, have one gallon of water per person per day that lives in that house. I always like yeah. to make it a habit and buying at least uh, 15 extra gallons per year. Hey, what's the worst that can happen? I'll drink it at the hurricane season. Yeah. You know, Scott, anything you want to add to that well, list? Yeah, I was wrong about the name of the first hurricane. Evidently, Agatha is the first hurricane of 2022, and it's headed for Mexico. Um, it said that it's um, expected to continue gaining strength over the next day, and it's forecast to be near major hurricane strength when it reaches the coast of southern Mexico. On Monday, the National Hurricane Center said as of 5 p.m. Eastern today, I guess, Agatha was located about 185 miles southwest of Puerto Angel, Mexico, Angel, and it had maximum sustained winds of 110 miles per hour, moving northeast at one mile an hour. So that's kind of a slow-moving storm. Oh, yeah. Um, so that could cause a lot of flooding and stuff. I thought that it already hit, but I guess what I was seeing was also record, reporting on the beginning of that storm, you know, when it hit, as it is hitting Mexico, because it says it's predicted to dump 10 to 16 inches of rain in OAXACA, while, right. how do you pronounce that, Ox, <laughs> while Chippius could see 5 to 10 inches, the NHC says, and possible life-threatening flash flooding, which is in mudslides, which, you know, those are scary. I've seen the side of a hill come down and just take out, like, half a house. I mean, it's just, those are scary things, you know? Oh, of course. Of course, it doesn't help if you're in a low-lying low water area, either. Right. Uh, someone near the beach. That's always an evacuation route in there somewhere. Yeah, and if anybody is planning on evacuating, I would do it ahead of time because people will wait till the last minute and then decide to evacuate. It's like you're going to get stuck in traffic, and you might. I mean, it's, the times I wanted to evacuate, my wife's from here, so she's like, she would rather just stay. But I was like kind of paranoid of the hurricane. I just wanted to get out of the area, and um, I didn't want to deal with it. And we did a pretty big one hit here a few years back. But um, we didn't come back right away, and people that came back right away got stuck because they weren't letting people back in the city because it was so, you know, there's trees everywhere. They couldn't even get down the road. So you really have to plan for these things, you know, and, and not be, you know, if you're going to stay, have everything you need to survive without any outside help because you might not have a store to go to or anything like that. Right, Mike? You, you know about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt to have a transistor radio with extra batteries, so you can keep abreast of all the weather and news information that's going on. You know, so a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people make mistakes and say I have everything, but they don't have a transistor radio. And plus, it's not a bad idea to have some music while it's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I buy like twelve. Duracell uh, batteries, right? That lasts me a long while. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. For sure. You can go to most of these places like BJ's Warehouse and get them, Walmart, Amazon, a whole bunch of other places and get your batteries. 
Yeah, I try to stay stocked up on extra batteries for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, you st stay stocked up on what you can, folks, because you never know when you're going to need it. And if, like I said yeah. before, and if you didn't use it during hurricane season, remember that beans and rice, they don't have an expiration date on them, you know? Right. And the water, you can drink that. At the end of hurricane season, there's no hurricane. So what the heck? Then you go to the same yeah. route the following year. Just make yourself a list of what you bought. Yeah. yeah so. And of course, you're always going to need things like a way to cook and, you know, like a camp stove or something like or a barbecue or something. Mm -hmm. And like you said, an external power source keep your refrigerator going or your freezer or just don't open it because it'll stay cold as long as you don't open it right mike oh, that's correct now you're right um what i did is i went on amazon and got me a coleman camping stove and uh i went to walmart and got a little can canisters of propane all right uh -huh. so i've got like four can four extra canisters and a camping stove so i'll eat no problem yeah i did that with the last hurricane we had and um i'll take that back in hurricane andrew we were that power for 35 days so wow yeah everybody was wondering how i had power huh so one i had a generator too i have a camping stove there you go these are things you can buy in advance. If you have a, a shed or something or a back porch you have extra room on, you can just store it there. Store a generator there until after the storm hits and you're without power. Yeah. And just set it outside to the farthest point in your backyard. And they make some nice generators now that, you know, are for the whole house and you just an emergency comes you've got it right there boom it just you know all ready to go exactly exactly now i know a couple of friends of mine that they also have uh house generators it's actually built into their house one as about two seconds after power goes out the generator kicks in yeah and it's actually run by propane oh wow uh-huh I'm not sure on what the cost on that is. I'm not telling everybody to go out and buy it. Okay. I'm just yeah. saying a friend of mine has that and it really works out good for him. Scott? Yeah. Scott? Yeah, for sure. I know that the one thing that I'd be concerned about for us here in the summer is without power, we wouldn't have air conditioning. You know, my wife would have a really hard time breathing. Um, when it gets really hot, when our air conditioning went out one year, we had to go stay in a motel because it was just unbearable, the humidity and the heat and everything. So that I don't know how we saw that, but um, fans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Battery-operated yeah. ones or something. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's why yeah. extra batteries come handy for a lot of different uses. uses. Yeah. Well, for sure yeah, well you know don't go out and uh buy what you don't really need something you know will go spoiling 
you know? Yeah. Don't stack your refrigerator to the top or anything like that. Because you don't know what can happen and you don't you don't want to lose all that kind of food. Scott? Yeah. Over to you. Well, one thing I know I was I remember is that if the power does go out, just don't open your refrigerator or your freezer and it, it'll stay cold a long time. But if you do have a way to um, get some power to it, like um, I know they make those, uh, I forget what they're, you can hook it up to your car battery. It's like a, oh, I can't think of the name of it, but you can actually, um, I'm drawing a blank, I can't think of the name of it, but if you plug into it, Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, they do. Yeah. Do those work good? They do. They work for about four hours, depending on what you have plugged into it. Okay. Yeah. I got one of those, but that was mainly for, like, camping and stuff in case there was no electricity at campsite and we needed electricity. <laughs> there you go. We'd have, we'd have a way to get it, but I figured an emergency it'll work. <laughs> I got a book that had, that explains how to make a, a power supply out of a series of car batteries where you could have enough, you know, power for your, your house, like building your own kind of a battery operated generator. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's different ways of doing it, but mm-hmm. just have that in mind of having an alternative power source of some sort. Exactly. Something to think about. Well, Scott, it's that time again. Yeah. And we hope we were very informative to all you guys. We thought we'd give um, Russia and Ukraine and the president a break tonight. (laughs) Yeah. So with that being said, thank everybody for listening. And we wish you the very best. So until next podcast, eat the power foods, stay in good health. And may God bless each and every one of you. Good Thanks night. for listening, everybody. And check in our uh, blog site at mikeTelsonLandlose2021.wordpress.com and hear the latest on what we've been talking about. And leave us a comment and follow us and give us some feedback, whatever. Just so, you know, let us know what you want to hear about or if you like what you heard or whatever. Just we'd love to ha- have some interaction with you. All right. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.